Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage. This is The Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together just to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother. Frankie Biazzi. Did you like that one? That was like all the same note. Very quick. I wasn't ready. I was drinking my water. Now, fans of the podcast will know that sometimes (coughs) we host another podcast by the name of After the Squirt Sports. Today, worlds are colliding. Because we're just talking about the Miami Dolphins. Emergency podcast, everyone. Emergency if you're not, If you're not a football fan, if you don't want to listen to two fans talk about their team's inability to do anything right most of the time, this episode, not for you. Sure. Did the CDC come out and revise pretty much all the statistics from the start of the pandemic and go, whoopsie, yeah, four comorbidities. Wouldn't that be worth talking about? Sure. Do we know the vaccines are mostly bullshit at this point? Wait, hold on. Sure. But I, that's not no, the wait, point. Hold on. Yes. I know we're not going to talk about that today. We're not talking about any of that. But can, I, can I say one thing? Sure. Isn't it funny when people get really sick or vaccinated and they're like, "Thank God I'm vaccinated." <laughs> it's like, I don't think I don't think it's helping you. I dude. think it's hilarious. <laughs> okay, that's all I wanted to say. What I saw a comment on underneath, literally the Pfizer CEO was on MSNBC, CNBC, talking about how two doses against Omicron pretty much useless, <laughs> but when you're boosted, works really well. But don't worry, by March. We're going to have another vaccine that's specific for Omicron. But you know what's weird? He literally, that's, I'm not even paraphrasing. That's literally like but what like he said. The booster, the booster doesn't like boost your immunity. <laughs> the immunity is gone when you get the booster. Yeah, the well, booster is just like, you're starting, vaccine. you're starting from zero. <laughs> it's not like you went from zero, went to 100, fell to 50. Now you're at 150. When the, when the CEO of the pharmaceutical company is on TV saying two doses, worthless. But anyway, not what <laughs> we're, we're not talking for. about. That. Anyway, Brian, wait, I was about to say, oh. there was a comment on, underneath that video of the pharmaceutical CEO saying that thing, and the comment was like, "Well, vaccines keep you out of the hospital and keep your case severity low." It's not and true. I just put the Jan GIF. What are your favorite gifts? Oof. I like the Marsha Brady Shore Jan. I use it all the time. I my also like favorite the Bugs is Bunny no gif. I don't know if you're familiar with that. My favorite is Michael Scott biting his lip, where he's like, <laughs> "That's a good one," and he's like looking around. Like that one, yeah. Like that one's good. Like that one. Oh, for me. And then I love the uh, the one from Key and Peele, where he's just sweating. I feel like That's that one, one works too. a lot. I got it. I like Trump wrong. I use that yeah, all the time. Wrong. wrong. That's always a good one. I fucking love that one. Some really good gifts. I know. Anyway, we're not talking about any of those things. We're talking about the Miami Dolphins because today, actually, we're not even really talking about the Dolphins as much as I want to talk about Dolphins fans. We'll get to Dolphins fans, but let's start. We'll start from the square one. Yesterday, the Miami Dolphins. End of the day, I was feeling so good about the team. I was like, you know what? For as bad as I felt at week eight when we were one and seven, and I hated everyone, and I wanted everyone to get fired, and I didn't care if the entire NFL. Like, if every single player had died, I wouldn't have batted an eye. By the end of yesterday's game, I was like, I kind of like this team. I really think the Flores has it together. You know what? Let's run it back. I was ready to run it back, Brian. Brian Flores owns the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick cannot beat Brian Flores 
in a game of football. So you know what the Dolphins do? They say, <laughs> yeah, we finally have the kryptonite to the Patriots. Get him But to be fair, um, he did kind of get owned by uh, Sean McDermott in every single matchup they ever had. Yeah, Sean McDermott owns you. <laughs> oh, by the way, I am so excited for this Bills-Patriots rubber match. It's going to be fun. Like, a game three in an NFL season is so rare. Oh, kind of. I want Mac Jones. I, I kind of want Mac Jones to have a terrible day. I don't actually care about Mac Jones. I just need the Patriots to lose. I don't care how they lose. Mac Jones can go out there and throw four touchdowns for 400 yards. As long as they lose, yeah, don't care. Yeah. I want the Bills to win, and then I want the Bills to get blown out by the Chiefs. So, of course, this morning I'm on my way to work, and... I was already at work. At I this see point. the Schefter tweet. I literally saw the Schefter tweet at one second. So like I might have been the first person to even to get lay the eyes on the news. What was it? I definitely knew before the Dolphins players because they found out on social media. And you, I was on social media before them. Did and you it said, think Flores out? Did you? I thought it was a fake Schefter. Well, I was gonna say, did you think it was fake Schefter? Well, did you? Watch, it was like, well, that's bullshit. Did you watch the Tobin video? Not yet. Okay, they're on air. Because their show starts at yeah. 7 a.m. So, like, they've been on air for a few hours. And then, all of a sudden, Leroy's like, Brian Flores is out? <laughs> and Tillman's like, he goes, he goes, no, I don't think so. It must be, like, a, a fake account. He goes, I don't know. He says, it's from Schefter. He's like, no, it's the fake Schefter. And then, he, <laughs> then Tobin, like, just, like, looks at his computer and goes, Bob! <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was, it's weird. Like, it's weird when a coach gets fired and it, it's shocking. And you don't realize. You don't know it's coming. Like, everyone knew Nagy. I feel like it's Nagy's been fired. Game. Like, Matt Nagy's gone. Okay. Joe Judge, it was a surprise that he's, he's not, not fired. I don't think so. I wasn't expecting him to be fired. Yeah. I don't know why people are surprised he wasn't fired. They said he wa- he was coming back. They're real bad, though. But they said he was coming back only But f- that happens a ago. lot. Like, and co- then he got sh- blown out the next five games. But guess what? You committed to it. You said he was coming no, back. But owners will do that. They'll say that a guy is coming back like in the middle of the season. Just yeah, like, good owners. And then they'll fire the guy. The, the Giants aren't, don't have good owners. <laughs> so, the Brian Flores news was like both shocking... And also, like, Made yeah, I could, I could see it. It does. Uh, All right, but if you're not thing. a Dolphins fan, the, and by the way, not even a Dolphins fan, because there are Dolphins fans who are fucking ridiculous right now. But if you're not someone who's like in tune with the Dolphins organization, I could see why they're making this huge deal. Like, oh my god, I'm so angry! I can't believe the Dolphins would do this. What a what a horrible decision! It's like, well, that's unfair. Number one, because we don't know what goes on inside the building, and two. I don't know. There was writing on the wall for it. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's, you started a season one and seven. The season was effectively over. The season was over. Sure, you could have won ten straight and gotten to the playoffs, but guess what? You didn't, and you got fired. And I'm not shocked. So when you tell me, "Hey, they won eight out of their last nine, I go, "I'm not big on like the whole. Well, who did you play on your schedule? But I mean, the schedule was really soft on those wins. You did get really lucky, and, and you, you lost got, to the all Jaguars. All three seasons, you got lit up by the Bills. And, like, a lot of those losses came at the hands of your hand-picked backup quarterback. And then behind the behind the scenes, there's all the rumors about what's going on with his relationship with Tua. And did, Greer. Did Tua want to play when he was injured? Was there stuff with him and Greer and all these things? So, like, Florida's is out at the end of the day. 
That is what it is. I don't think people were acting like it was the most ridiculous firing in the world. It's crazy. Definitely, no, I like Flores and thought, like I said, to start the another show, year, run it back. Yep. But we decided not to. I wanted Greer clearly wins a power struggle. We both think that. They if, should have both lost their jobs. If Chris if Greer gonna... would have also been fired, I don't think you would have seen the uproar today. I think that's only because Greer is still there. But Greer saved his job because look at the draft he just had. When you hit on three straight draft picks, that all three of them look like stars. But here's where I want to get on the fans a little bit. And I'd never do this, but I'm going to do it for Stephen Ross. Because I have never been someone to dogpile on Steven Ross because from the day he bought this organization every single thing he's done it's always been Ross was the worst owner in sports from the Dolphins fan base the Dolphins fan base no perspective if that is the worst fan base in sports like I am I can say as someone who's been a part of this fan base for a long time and who's also part of the Yankee fan base which in my opinion is the best fan base in sports I feel I'm in a good position to make the determination on how bad the Dolphins fan base is. A lot of people would say the Yankees fan base is pretty terrible. That's fine. The Dolphins fan is never happy. There's nothing that could happen. We could win the Super Bowl this year, and there would be a large portion of the fan base that would want half the team cut, fired, out. There's never going to be a unified Dolphins fan base where we all just... There are Patriots fans in every sector of this country. They all love every single thing every day the Patriots exist. They all think Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady. <laughs> yes. They know he's not, and they're still like, he's the next Tom Tua Brady. Tua wasn't even drafted yet, and half of this fan base wanted him to die. Yeah, because... <laughs> well, listen. And a lot of that's just because of who he is. The... A lot of that has to do with because Herbert was available. I just think if if you're a Dolphin fan and you think Stephen Ross is the worst owner, I question your... I don't know, man. Like, it's not that hard to find bad owners in sports. Right. Like, the Mets had the Wilpons for a really long time. They were horrendous. And maybe it's because we live in New York so we get to see what it's like. Like, James Dolan like, is awful. The criticism of... Ross from Dolphins fans is always all Ross cares about is money. He doesn't care about his winning. I know what owners who only care about money look like. The Steinbrenners. Yeah. Hal Steinbrenner only cares, cares about, about money. money. He's very concerned about money. Now he spends he still wants, a lot of money. And he still money. wants to win. He wants to win. But like, but, but no, money like, is we can use we can use the Wilpons who sold. Yes, the Wilpons. Would they not sign free him. agents. They, they, like, they cared about like, money. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't sign that guy. I know he would make our team better, but what if we sign this guy? And they're like, <laughs> he might uh, also that help. Guy's, that guy's really bad. No, 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 he's good. He's good. He's cheap, too. He's like, <laughs> Stephen Ross, like... Does not do that. No. Stephen Ross is desperate now, you to can, win. You can question his decision-making. <laughs> yeah, That's fine. But, like, you can't be like, he, only, he doesn't want to spend money. Stephen Ross is, <coughs> is both... I think I said it to you this way in the car. Steven Ross is not... It's not that he's impatient or too patient. It's not that he's like... He's just always going to make the decision that's opposite of what you expect the, the decision to be. So, like, when it was when it was Sperano, it was like, we're going to get Harbaugh, 
He's coming in here, and then you didn't get Harbaugh. You gave him the contract, and then you never fired him. You got Philbin. Philbin was immediately outclassed. It was a, it was so evident from day one that Philbin had he was no like hard knocks. Had no idea what he was doing. Kept him forever. I mean, then he, he got, had a lot of shit under him, too. Then he got Gase. Everyone thought Gase was in it for... We never fired Ireland. He thought Everyone thought Gase was in it for the long haul. He fired Gase immediately. So clearly, he's just a little unpredictable. But that's he's had me, three seasons. But he's like, an old man with a lot I don't of money. Know. I think the NFL has gone to the place where, like, it's okay to fire coaches quickly. Like, we know three years to me, I think, is a pretty... That I think should, it's probably about, like, the, the shortest amount of time. that's the standard. But, like, I don't think you necessarily need to, to put four years into a guy if you're pretty confident he's not the guy. I think you do. I think one is unacceptable. A lot of franchises move on after one year. I think I don't like but that. But the Dolphins fan base today absolutely embarrass themselves. Yes. They embarrass themselves. Because now you're over here. Like, people were on your side. we always do. Like, okay. Brian Flores is fired news breaks. Dolphins fans are like, what? Non-Dolphins fans, national media are like, oh man, I can't believe they did this. What? That's that's a shocking move. I wouldn't have done it. I think it's a bad move. And then Dolphins fans go over the fucking top <laughs> and they're like, this is a travesty. I'm never watching this team again. How could you fire the greatest coach of all time? It's like, dude. Brian Flores he, was 24 he missed, 25. I don't care about the record so much because that first year doesn't really count. So like his last two years, his record is fine. But like, you still never made it to the playoffs. You couldn't get along with anyone inside the building, apparently. You and Chris Greer don't get along. You alienated you're your, the reason, star, your little quarterback. You, we, not only your quarterback, you you shipped off Minka Fitzpatrick because uh, you didn't like him and you guys couldn't get along. Well, like, I don't know. Like, he showed from day one that he had this, like, cool mentality of, like, I'm the boss. But at some point, you also need to be able to work with people to be a head coach. And when you get fired and you haven't done anything, because at the end of the day, Brian Flores didn't do anything. Back-to-back winning seasons for the Dolphins. Great. Hasn't happened in 20 years. But, like, when you look at other coaches' resumes who've been fired, like, they've done a lot more and have been fired. So the Dolphins fan base freaking out. All of a sudden... The reaction to them freaking out is like, you guys are being ridiculous. Like, Brian Flores is not, like, like Big Cat on Twitter was going at it with some Dolphins fan. He's like, is it, what, do we have any definitive proof that, like, Brian Flores is a great coach? Because people are calling him a great coach. And Big Cat's just saying, like, I like him. I, I would take him for the Bears. But, like, is he a great coach? Not right now. Great? Do you know what it takes to be a great coach? You started the season 1-7. and seven. You lost to the Jaguars. You're not a good. You're not a great coach. You're a good coach, but guess what? The Dolphins want to get over the hump. How do you do it? Go get a great coach, not a good coach. I agree. A good and a complete coach, someone who can make an offense and not immediately make Tua feel like he's yes. Oh my God, it's so crazy. <laughs> and then the other thing I look at is like maybe Ross is getting better at this. Philbin was terrible. Gase was better than Philbin, but also not good. Brian Flores, way better than Gase. Didn't quite get you there. Maybe the next guy's like the, the guy. one. Like maybe he's like, he's the one who gets you there. He's like, alright. Who will it be? 
Yeah, like maybe Ross has finally talked to enough football guys. Yeah, like he's just he's, climbing he's the got, ladder. Him and Greer are now going to make the choice that's going to be the like, head coach. Here we go. I mean, we I love it. that dream. I like that optimism. Yeah. And listen, well, that's it's probably my, not going to happen. Point. Like, why can't Dolphins fans just be optimistic a little bit? Like, is it really the end of the world that Flores is go back? Okay, the defense might take a step back because you're not going to have him being the defensive guy. All right, but, like, the defense is all the same players. All, most of the defense is completely under contract. Most of them are coming Alf, back. Alf said it on Twitter. He's like, oh, no, Brian Flores was the first person to take a safety and stuff him into the A-gaps. Yeah. Like, no, like, you can just do that. <laughs> you can just do it. Like, that, like, you get, anyone whoever, can play cover zero. the defensive zero. Corner, coordinators coming in next year can sit down with this player and be like, how do you like the defense? What should we do? Yeah, like it's, And then, like, coach the defense. It's Whatever. nonsense. This idea that, like, and they weren't that good this year. Well, they were okay. They weren't a top twenty defense. They were top twenty. Were they top twenty? Where'd they finish? Are we sure they were top twenty overall? Don't forget how poorly they played in the beginning. I still think they probably were top twenty. They had such a long stretch. Although I don't really like the total defense ranking because I think it do do in points and then in yards. I think that's the only two that matters. What where were they ranked in points? Where are they ranked in yards? What season is this? The twenty twenty one. But, I mean, the defense played fine most of the year, and then they were good in, in spurts. They are bad against Tennessee. They were bad against the Bills. Don't rushing stats? No. Passing? Sure. All right, so in passing, they were... We're doing this by yards. No, this isn't organized. Well, this is stupid. Bypassing, they were like 12. Alright. 12's respectable. That's no, yours. they were 13th. 13th by passing. Like, just total passing. By rushing... Like, 14. So they're middle of the pack in yards, and where were they in points? I can't look that up. The fact that they scored two times yesterday probably makes them a decent scoring defense. But regardless, the point is, is like your defense wasn't that good this year. It was good. That's it, so, though. Like it's not. Was it a Super Bowl defense? Clearly and not. Like the one in seven matters. Yes, the eight, the eight out of nine. Sure, that can matter because he turned this team around. But why did he have to turn the team around? Yeah, the roster was good coming. It wasn't in Tua. You can't tell me it was Tua because guess what? Tua didn't play. Flores' record. Flores had his guy. For consider it for for someone who didn't like Tua, Flores' record without Tua is terrible. Ten and seventeen with Tua, fourteen and eight. If I was Brian Flores, I would really, Tua. I would really want Tua. Oh, I should have Tua. But he complained about Tua, so now you're done. And that doesn't mean Tua is going to be here. Like Tua might still be gone. Like they might bring in a different quarterback. I don't think they will. Because I just don't think there's one out there. But, <coughs> regardless, but I just all think... All Tua does, alright, so yesterday's game. All Tua does is play winning football. Yeah, like, he didn't... Alright, yesterday's game was weird. Your defense scores you 13 points. And you actually run the ball for over, oh. for like, 130 yards as a team. Maybe No, more, actually, because Tua's runs. You ran the ball for, like, almost 200 yards yesterday. Yes. 
Tua didn't really have to do much with his arm. But you know what he did? He had two of the biggest fucking runs of the day on third down when the pocket breaks down instantly on every play when they rush three or four. It's fucking maddening. And he breaks out of the pocket. And a lot of the time, Tua does things that, like, are weird to me where, like, he won't throw the ball away. But when he tucks that ball and goes, he's electric. I wish he did it more. He's fast, and he's got great moves. He deked Van Noy. Van Noy had no shot of even touching him. Yeah. And Van Noy just, like, walked after him after. He's like, I'm not even going to chase him now. <clears throat> and he did it, and he showed that last year in the Cardinals game. He had, like, two of those runs. Uh, the Raiders game. I don't know. He had a big run against the Jets this year. Yeah, like, Tua can run the ball. And I really do think, like, if what we're hearing about Flores is true, that he didn't get along with Tua, He's, they're not talking. We know how dysfunctional this offense is. Uh, you know what? Tua gets a completely clean slate for me. For me next year. Like I don't care about anything in the past. Yeah, make it work. Make it work. Get a coach in here who's going to understand the assignment. He's got a season with Tua. But now it'll be on Tua because if then if... If it doesn't work, and that coach is going to have to be able to make his own quarterback decisions. So. Yeah. But, I mean, Ross didn't rule out still going after Watson. He was like, well, if the coach wants Watson. I just don't think there's going to be a coach who comes in here and wants Watson. Because I think if, if you're a coach, a good coach, I think you see that $100 million cap space, and you're like, oh, oh, oh boy. We can have with a, good roster. with a good defense. Like you can, you don't really. The only money of that cap space that's going to go towards the defense is like maybe a linebacker and a re-signing of Agba. And then you're going to have the rest of that money to spend on offense and special teams. And you, if you don't get a quarterback, you could. Then, oh man, it's a lot of money. First round picks the following. The year. following year, this I really people. I don't know. I think this is such a good position for a new coach to come into. I think this is a very, I think this is an exciting job. I'm for gonna give you some names, and you're gonna tell me what you like, okay. whether you like him or not. Marvin Lewis. No, personally, no. Right. I, I wouldn't be upset about it, but like he's not who I'm looking for. Hugh Jackson. No. Joe Brady. No. Wayne Definitely Kiffin. Not. No, I don't want a college guy. Oh, because my next one's going to be Brian Kelly. No. Uh, how about Jim Caldwell? Yes. What about... Who are some of the people that have already gotten... Who are going to get... Leslie Frazier. Actually, I'll be honest, I don't know who that is. I think he's the offensive coordinator of... Uh, maybe the Ravens? Leslie Frazier? The Ravens? Vikings? Vikings. The other purple, purple team? <laughs> uh, Long time NFL. I don't know anything about him, so it's hard for me to like make it. Has he ever head coached? I don't think so. Then no. But he's been in a he's been an offensive. If we're gonna if we're gonna go forever. some with someone who hasn't been a head coach, the only guy I really want in that realm would be like Dable from the Bills, because I love what he did with Josh Allen, and I love how much he loves Tua. So, like, to me, that makes sense. 
The name Doug Peterson. D- d- I think that's my guy. Yeah. I want Doug Peterson. Really? I know he doesn't fit your criteria because he's won a Super Bowl already. You're big on like I don't want you to have a Super Bowl win because yeah. you can't do it with society. Doug Peterson's gonna be the guy that's gonna win two Super Bowls. <laughs> Dude, I no like way. him. I like I like what he did with Philly that year, man. Got lucky? I don't think he got lucky. He ran a good offense, like a really good offense, and they ran RPOs. <laughs> and he's he's probably I think he can build the staff. I think he can bring guys in. What about the other Doug? Doug Marone. Eh, no. <laughs> no. Urban um, Meyer. No. He's got NFL head coaching experience. No. Uh <laughs> I forget who was talking about it. They're talking about the idea of getting both the coordinator and the head coach from the Saints. So like you trade for Sean Payton. And then he brings in. And then uh, he brings in Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen. I would do that. I'd let Sean Payton run in Miami with Tua. No. Come on. Although I would have more faith in Sean Payton winning a Super Bowl again with another team than having Doug Peterson do it. Would you like. All right, let's say tomorrow they say you can pick any coach in the world. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're already hired. None of that matters. If you want this coach, he's your coach. You wouldn't want, like... Like, would you take Bill Belichick? You don't think he could win with another team? Bill Belichick? Yeah. At his age now? I, I wouldn't want... I wouldn't pick him. I'd pick really? Tomlin. I'd take Tomlin. No doubt. And, like, Tomlin's won. But, like, I, I'd give him a shot to win somewhere else. What about Pete Carroll? He's won. No. He's not the guy. Pete Carroll's 72. He doesn't look that old. That doesn't matter. He's old. He? Why, does old s- why does old matter? I'm t- I told have, you today I want Coughlin. You only have a limited amount of time, and the commitment has to be 100%. Dude, you know why I want Coughlin? Why? Because who's the biggest dumpster fire in the NFL? It's the New York fucking Giants. <laughs> when did that start? When they fired Coughlin. Coughlin made that team relevant for 10 fucking years. Won two Super Bowls. Yeah, but they weren't great at the end. Well... Did they get better when they fired him? <laughs> or did they turn into the laughing stock? Mike Francesa tweets about the Giants all the time. Just like, he was like, do people even realize how, how proud this franchise once was. was? Do they even remember? They were like, they were the, a pinnacle of the NFL. Well, so were the Dolphins. Yeah. Now New York knows what it's like. But like, I don't know, man. <clears throat> there's so many, there's so many co- coaches out there that I will be happy with. But there's so many that like, if, like if, like if it's Bill O'Brien. Yeah, I really don't. Well, I don't want Bill O'Brien. I don't hate Bill O'Brien, though, but I wouldn't want Bill O'Brien. I don't want him. I like how he melted down in Houston. I think that's good that he got that out of his system in Houston. <laughs> it was a meltdown. <laughs> it was a total meltdown. <laughs> he, like, destroyed he named, that friend. Named himself general manager, start trading off pieces, <laughs> getting nothing in return. Like, what are you doing? Maybe he just didn't like the owner and was just, like, doing it as, like, a... But I don't know, man. I, I'm excited. I, listen. Greg Schiano. Yes. I like Greg Schiano. I like firing coaches because it gives you hope. <laughs> let's just start over. It's fun. Burn it down. Listen. Let's not kid ourselves. We're Third winning, place in the A. Were we winning a Super Bowl with Brian Flores next year? I hope so, but no. No. But now I get to pretend whoever we hire is like, well, he could win a Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Is there any other coaches you want to name? Saban? Todd Bowles. Round two. 
I'd be down for Todd. I was thinking about defense. Bulls. I was thinking about Bulls. He needs to bring in some crazy good offensive coordinator. Great. Changeli comes back. No. Todd Bowles, great coordinator from before he got a head coaching job and then after, went right back to being a good coordinator. So he's got it. He already had a run at being a head coach with a miserable franchise. And he has a history with Miami. I think he could be good. Jim Harbaugh. I mean, yeah, I'll take Jim Harbaugh. (laughs) You said you don't want a college guy. I love how everyone, as soon as Flores was fired, is like, it's got to be Harbaugh. And Steve Ross, the first thing that said was, I love Michigan way more than the Dolphins. Like, it is funny. He's like, it was, you think I'm going to take away <laughs> the best coach Michigan's ever had to put on this fucking franchise? <laughs> no, no way. Are you guys insane? I'll see you opening day next year in Michigan. I pay Jim Harbaugh's salary at Michigan. Do you not understand that? <laughs> I, I kind of admire that, though, that he's like, listen, I will not be the guy who takes him away from Michigan. Does that mean, though, like, if, if tomorrow Jim Harbaugh gets hired by the Bears? Will he take him away from the will Bears? Will he be like, hey, <laughs> you want to leave the Bears? I'll give you, like, all this money. Like, he's already gone from Michigan. Yeah, like, would he do that? I, by the way, you said Saban. I would take Saban around, too. <coughs> I oh, don't shit. think. What? Tonight. Yeah, it's, tonight. it's nat- natty, baby. It's like in a half hour. Yeah. I don't think Saban's learned anything since he left Miami. If anything, his arrogance is has only more. grown. I want it. But I've now realized that, like, you just give him what he wants. No, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing about arrogance. It'll sink you. If you didn't earn it. The things that people are saying about Brian Flores being arrogant. Yeah, you come off as an asshole. Because you haven't done anything. You don't deserve to be arrogant yet. Bill Belichick is a fucking asshole. I think he's a giant... Like, when he talks and the answers he gives, like, it makes me disgusted. And I actually, like, really dislike him as a human being because of how just, like, <laughs> dickhead he is to the media. And just, he thinks he's so good. But guess what? He earned that. He's really fucking good. He's won more Super Bowls than any other coach. He gets to do that. Same thing with Saban. Saban's about to win his 15th national championship. I know it's not 15, but might as well be. God, I hope they win today, too. Alabama plus three. I'll take it. And the under? It's the under. 53? Oh, Is yeah. it a defensive battle? Plus three in the under, baby. Here we go. 21 nothing. Although, remember the first time these teams played? Alabama boat raced them. All right. That's it. I'm done podcasting for the week. I can't take it anymore. This world is calamitous. And since the Dolphins fired Flores, at least there's a good distraction from all the other stuff. Good news is we really probably won't talk about the Dolphins on here until they hire a coach. Yeah. Okay, what happens first? Tannehill wins the Super Bowl or the Dolphins hire a new head coach? I don't think... I think the Dolphins are going to... Ooh. The Dolphins are either going to hire this coach within like the next week or it's going to be like a long process. Because it's either they have their guy it's in been, mind. It's been after the Super Bowl every time Ross has hired a coach, I think. Yeah, but like that, I'm saying like if he has his guy in mind, like let's say he knows it's Dave. I don't think he does. The second the Bills are eliminated. I want to <laughs> think that 
that Ross fired Flores thinking like, I'm getting this experienced head coach. I've already had this lined up. Based on what he was saying, it sounded like, I don't know. No, he was yeah. like, I just yeah, didn't no, like no. this guy. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you want an you interview? <laughs> Come on. But I said it to you today. I think Ross just loves interviewing people. <laughs> well, I think he just loves getting them he into his office. <laughs> getting them like, Bringing in like a nice meal and like a drink. Oh, sit down, sit down, let's talk. Let's talk some football. All right, tell me. Tell me, what would you, what would you do with my team? What's your defensive scheme? Yeah, like I think he just likes hearing it. Um, so I'm going to say Ryan Tannehill wins a Super Bowl before we hire a coach. Even though I bet money on the Packers to win the Super Bowl. What, do you think we could have gotten odds on Tannehill winning a Super Bowl like the day Dan Campbell took over the Dolphins as interim head coach? Like, what would like those who odds have been? Like, just someday, Tannehill. Plus. <laughs> plus, plus like. Billion. <laughs> I think it probably is like. Plus 20,000. <laughs> They're like never going to happen. Like, yeah, like. Yeah, plus 20,000. There you go. Like, okay. $100. <laughs> also, Dan Campbell. What a man. Beating the Packers backups. He, he got three wins this year. And a tie. Oh, so is it two wins on a tie or is it three wins on a tie? I think, I think it's three. Good for good for them. And the Jaguars won four games. Also, Aaron Rodgers is not leaving Green Bay, and we have to stop pretending Aaron Rodgers is ever going to play for another team. It's not going to happen. Because if you're if you're the Packers, and you watch Jordan Love play, you can't be sitting there going, "All right, bye, Aaron. <laughs> bye, the greatest quarterback in the game. Bye." Greatest quarterback we've had since the last greatest quarterback we've had. Jordan Love, your turn. Mm-mm. I think that's the guy Flores wanted, by the way. I think Flores' guy was Jordan Love. Which, I'll say right now, I would have so been down for. I like Jordan Love. I like him a lot. All right. All right, let's, let's call it. I don't know what this is about.
Alright, well, it's recording now. Okay, good. Um, no, I'm telling you. When they called, the Raiders were in no urgency to get downfield. They were walking. But they were trying to move the ball downfield. They could have stopped pl- calling plays four, four downs earlier. They were going to, on third down there, the clock was going to run. You're going to be really low in this section, just so you know. That's right. The clock was going to run. They were going to run another handoff. And then that was going to be the end of the game because there was only enough time to run two more plays. When they called that timeout, the Raiders looked at each other, ran a handoff, and then they came out of the timeout. They couldn't even stop the Raiders. <coughs> yes. And then there's the clip of after the fact. It's, uh, I don't know who it is. Yeah, and he goes up to the guy on the Raiders and he's like, were you guys going to kneel it? And he was like, yeah. But, like, I don't know. I don't know if you could believe that. I do think there's part of it that, like, the Raiders may have been ready to kneel it, but then when they call the timeout, they're like, oh, like, are they trying to do something here? Like, now we have to just play to win? I don't know. I think the whole overtime was pointless. They should have stopped trying as soon as they got to overtime. I mean, at that point, they, he was like, when, they, when the Chargers... When the Chargers tied it, when Herbert threw that touchdown pass, I jumped out of my seat. I couldn't like, believe it. Like, you came all the way back, you go across, you shake hands, and you say, hey. We did it. Great game. <laughs> what a comeback. Let's send this thing to the playoffs. Both of us go. But I'm telling you, when, when the Raiders kicked their field goal and put it on the Chargers, and the Chargers got all the way down there, and they looked like they were going to end it, and then they kicked their field goal. Yes. It should have been over. The Raiders weren't trying to score. They were moving down. They were moving the ball downfield. But slowly. They were taking time off the clock. They ran the play Derek clock. Derek Carr Frank, looked like he wanted to win Frank, that no, game. No, they ran the play clock down, I think, under five seconds every play of that drive. Is there, is there a more pressure-free kick to win a game than that one? It doesn't matter what you do on that kick other than getting it blocked and returned. Like, you don't have to do anything. Just get it in the air. Yeah. <sighs> Did you see uh, on the <coughs> sideline as the kick was up? Who was it? Uh, what's his name? Keenan Allen? He was just like... <laughs> he like this, like Just like a stink face on. Just like, hmm. Everyone was sad. It's like Justin Herbert ends the season nine not in the playoffs, nine and eight. He's a pretty good quarterback, though. It's he's got. He's, he's, you said it. He's Josh Allen too. If you watch most of his throws, you're gonna be like ew. But if you watch only the throws where he does amazing things, like this guy's in. Whoa, <laughs> which is a lot of the time. Last night when it was when they were in overtime. This yeah. is after the comeback. They're in overtime. It's a third down play. They're not even close to field goal range yet. Justin Herbert, like, for as bad as, like, other rookie quarterbacks are, like Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson or Atua or even the better ones, like Joe Burrow. Like, you don't see things like you see that Herbert did in, like on that play. You've never, I've never seen anyone else do that. Except for Josh Allen, where it's like, he's reading every receiver on the left. 
Like, whatever the play is, he all his reads are on this side. And then out of the corner of his eye, he sees that there's, like, someone going this way. And he just, like, flips out and throws that pass without ever turning his body or anything. Like, he just thinks, like, I'm looking over to my left, throw the ball over here. And it was not even close. And I was like, what are you even doing? Like, it didn't even look like a quarterback play. But then, on the very next play, it's fourth and ten, and he hits Mike Williams over the middle, over three defenders, and you're like, what a throw! <laughs> so it's really... Dude, the play he made on the two-point conversion was amazing. Like, And they were going for the two-point conversion when I thought they should have kicked the field goal, and then you score, and then worry about the two-point <laughs> conversion. But they went two-point conversion, and then when we score again, we just need a regular touchdown. Yeah. You're fine. But... It was a bust. It was a bad play. There was no one's open. Allen uh, Herbert got hit like almost immediately. He has to scramble. He makes a throw across his body on an angle, like just the like it was literally I think on the field like a half a yard pass, but it probably traveled seventeen yards in the air to get to the guy. It's it was incredible. It was like wow. How well, that's you find like, that guy. I'm telling you, it's very it's it's like Josh Allen. Like Josh Allen does things all the time that I'm like, whoa. Like you have to be so athletic. Like for as good as Aaron Rodgers is, for as good as Patrick Mahomes are, like Josh Allen does things that I'm like, I don't think anyone else can do that. But he also plays a lot of the time where it like it looks like his brain doesn't work and you're like, This guy. Herbert And Herbert's on his way to that. Like Herbert misses some wide open throws. Yeah, of course. Like nowhere near them. No, Tua does it every once in a while, but like, not like I don't that. know. Even when Tua misses, and we'll probably talk about it. But Tua's miss is always the same, which leads me to think it's a mechanical thing. Like if you're consistently just missing the same route in the middle of the field, high, you're doing something wrong. I'm not a quarterback coach, so I don't know. But like, he only misses certain throws in the same spot. Um, we'll probably talk about it when we get to the Dolphin stuff, but. I understand if Flores did want Herbert and the front office was set on Tua. Flores apparently didn't want Herbert, though. Well, I'm just going by, let's just... But yeah, if he wanted Herbert, he was right, most likely. Well, I mean, you understand why he would be, like, mad at the front office if, like, he's like, I can't win with Tua, I want Herbert, I want Deshaun Watson. Because Tua can't do a lot of things like Herbert. What Herbert's good at, if that's what Flores wants, Tua is not good at that. the same things. Herbert's good at just, like, I will raw just ability my way. I will get the, down the I field. will get this ball into that end zone a few times every game. Yeah. Because I'm going to will it to happen. And that's not... Somehow. And not with, like, some clutch gene or anything. Just with the... Talent. Athletic ability. He can throw the ball far, yeah. run fast, not get tackled easy because he's, he's big. a big guy. And then, like... One out of every five play throws is going to be a dime 30 yards away. That's good. Tua, nine out of every ten throws are going to be perfect, but they're going to be within 15 yards. Like, yes. completely opposite. So you can understand if Flores is like... But what I say to that is, that, but, stop being a bitch. Well, yeah, that's the team you have. He's the player you have and whatever. But we'll get to it. We're going to talk about it. In fact, let's Any, talk about it. Let's end let's say, is there anything else in fuck the NFL the, to talk about? the Chargers. I'm glad Herbert's out of the playoffs. Love Two it. for life. Flores, whatever. Fuck, fuck you, man. I love you. I really thought you were a good coach, but you'll be better in the future, I'm sure. 
You'll be better than the Dolphins, most likely. Is that, I mean, I hope you're not. I don't know, man. I my emotions have gone so all over the place today with this news. I don't necessarily think he's gonna be good somewhere else. I don't think I, he may not get a chance Stop to talking. go somewhere else. Look, don't throw, don't spoil it. Oh, are we starting like a whole new thing? End it. I didn't know that. 